following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. Twenty to sixteen, the Dallas Cowboys over the Minnesota Vikings as well. Cooper Rush gets the job done. Twenty of forty, three hundred and twenty-five yards, two touchdowns, and the Cowboys are six and one. It is another victory yeah! Monday edition of Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos, the official chip and the official Let's chip go! of the Dallas Cowboys. I hope you have your headphones turned down for the next. Let's go! 45 minutes, because this is going to happen all <laughs> show long. Yeah! You brought your rally towel today. What you talking about? Let's go! You know this is not good radio yelling into a microphone. It's all good. How y'all feeling this morning? <laughs> I want to wake y'all up, man. I know y'all was working last night. I do apologize. I know y'all need some coffee this morning. And I just want to be y'all call, y'all. I you know, it's always coffee up. this morning he, for y'all. He, he's always up early. Huh? You got back quick. I did. I did. Wow, private well, jet, man. Must that. be nice. That private life. <laughs> the private jet. Landed at three. Heck, you're my wake-up call. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Come on, man. Uh, feeling good now. Feeling swell, Kyle. Yeah. Swell. <laughs> it's hard not to be. Isaiah, did you get some rest this morning? I did get some rest, man. I, nice. I got me a new bed, man. And this, Woo. you know, I got some good sleep. Back's feeling good. You know, woke up to a W over here in, 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 in a column. You know, it's Can, good life. Good I, life. I mean... It's crazy. I mean, reliving that game through your head. I went back and rewatched the condensed version yesterday and just there was really no business winning that football game. You had to make every play down the stretch from so many different people. That's what good teams do. You're exactly right. That was a win that if if this season continues on the way that it's been continuing and they reach a potential that a lot of Cowboys fans think they can reach. That's a win you're going to come back and circle and say that one was that was a difference maker mm-hmm. because it gives you confidence moving forward. Cooper Rush, I mean, the way he was able to come in, fill in, admirable. I mean, he was a gutted out sort of player last night, mm-hmm. but it took a lot of guys to get that win. I mean, it's overall team win. You got to feel good about it knowing that you missed a key piece and the way that your defense played yesterday has got to give you confidence going forward with the end this season it what was it one for 13 on third down unreal that's hey man that and that takes 11 guys uh to contribute and do the job that they did yesterday on Kirk Cousins and those receivers and they tried us they tried us multiple times and I, I will say that Trayvon Diggs may not have had his best game yesterday uh didn't continue to streak by getting another uh interception but man all in all Everybody, everybody contributed to the win. And that's, man, that's the one thing that I'm going to hang my hat on for Victory Monday is the way that our whole, the entire team played yesterday, man. Like you said, that's something you come back to later and you go, hey, stick a pin in that, come back to that victory because that, that says something about everybody. 
Yeah, that was a culture win, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, those guys, like to your point, you know, everybody stepped up. This was not a just premier player guys, you know, guys who get the big boy checks. This was literally everybody who touched that field yesterday had an impact on the game. Um, they had a lot to overcome. Not only did they not have their QB1, uh, Cooper Rush stepped up, but we lost our – obviously we didn't have our, our starting right tackle. Mm -hmm. uh, he was in the game in the wishbone set, but he wasn't starting. So we had a, a, a second-string right tackle. We had a second-string left tackle. We had a lot of second-string receivers in there that came in there took care of business our defense our defense played lights out um, Michael Parsons probably have probably I would say probably the game of his life aside from him playing the DN early in, in the year um, these guys played great I mean one for 13 shutting down that offense and the capabilities that they had was absolutely amazing um, they played for rush they they played for rush that was a little extra that wasn't just them wanting to win the game that was them saying we got you um, and you could tell the difference there and that was absolutely amazing Mari Cooper definitely played for Rush on that last drive. <laughs> My on, God. That was unreal. What an unbelievable effort by him. And he said he, he did hurt his hamstring on that last mm -hmm. that last drive at one point and, mm -hmm. and was able to play through it. I I said after the game, I tweeted, you know, that, that good teams find a way. And I think good teams find a way to beat New England and Bill Belichick on the road when you make a bunch of mistakes yeah. and all that. I think potentially special teams win a game like this. Yep. And, and I, I hadn't been up there in that stadium for five years since Dak's rookie season. I forgot just how loud, cr yeah. loud, crazy that environment is. And that makes it more impressive for Cooper Rush and yep. the offensive line, which had some trouble with the pass rush at times. But to be able to handle that environment, man, mm -hmm. um, that, that brings – it should bring an extra confidence level up for this entire team. But what's more impressive is – and we only talked to a handful of guys – I didn't get the sense guys were just felt like this was some miracle that we pulled off. No. I mean, these yeah. guys know they're good. And, you know, they found a way to get it done. Give them credit. Yeah, they knew that was gutsy. They knew going into it, no Dak Prescott because of the cap strain. They knew that was going to take everybody to get it done. But you're right. I mean, the, the reaction after wasn't like, man, we got a dub on the road. Like, wow, this is great. It was more of like, all right, we took care of business. Well, let's go home. We got two at home. Let's take care of those. That's that's the feeling I got, which is exceptionally exciting, I think, from the the get go because you want that confidence in your ball club. And I really want to uh, really quickly, I want to go back to something you said. You said potentially special teams do that, and we're not talking about the third unit of the football game. We're talking about special type of of organizational wins. So where does this rank up there in terms of those types of wins? Because it hasn't happened a lot over the last couple decades. But, man, that was one that I think a lot of people are going to remember for quite some time. I just I think it was the best win of the Mike McCarthy era. And, you pro I mean, you probably have to just go back to this season only. I mean, last year was just such a mess. And, I mean, I, I, I think what – you know, I think there's a correlation to last year, though. I think that was the first game that they won that he kind of felt like they played the way they need to play – his his imprint on the team and then they take another step forward a year later on the road in that environment I, yeah it, this is the best win because i dave hellman tweeted it last night and i agree with him i mean i they've had games like this in the past past regime and they haven't gotten it done and they found a way to get it done and they found a way to get it done without winning the turnover battle too which has mm -hmm. been a key point in all these games that they've won and that's another step forward for the defense in yeah. that hey they prove something they're not just lucky fluky getting takeaways and all that kind of stuff they they manned up and got a bunch of stops down the stretch man against a good offense that yeah, did not play well but that defense had a part in that yeah whatever whatever i'm sorry i was just gonna say do you agree I, hell yeah <laughs> um and, and and furthermore 
I love the it's us versus them mentality. It's us, the locker room. It's us. All these media folks talking about one guy making the difference in whether you can win the 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 score changing and all the betting odds changing because people saying that Dak was going to be out and this team went out and put boots on him. Look, first half questionable. It was as bad as I thought. I, I'm like, man, and I even held, held my head down like, man, we this is not what you expect production-wise. Drives were, were stalling out. Cooper Rush had some throws. He just missed on them. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's no excuse. He missed on throws. He left a lot to be desired. He's going to come back and look at the tape today and say, hey, man, I can be better. But in that second half, the throw to Cedric Wilson, I think, man, it was like the aha moment. You know, the sun's parting the the clouds, (laughs) and you see Cooper Rush coming to his own right there just to calm down and say, man, I can absolutely do this in the running game getting behind him. Yeah, it wasn't 100 yards here or guys with the big gashes. It was just a continuous, continuous, continuous run that kept moving the chains. We found ourselves in some situations in down and distance that I didn't think were favorable that we hadn't been in with Dak. But this team just kept responding. And you keep talking about culture, Isaiah. And that's yesterday yeah. was the first time I actually saw it. Mm-hmm. And Bradley and I jumps off sides. And you want, us, you want your team to go. You, you're used to a team going, yeah. oh. oh, no. Oh. Yep. What did that team do? They bowled up and held them to a field goal. So I don't know how they're going to spin it next week for the Denver game about how great the next quarterback is going to be. But I'm telling you, Kirk Cousins showed that he was garbage, and I loved every (laughs) minute of it, man. I loved every minute of it. I loved the way this team competed and the way that they showed them. And those those personal fouls towards the end of the game, I mean, against Randy Gregory, those were uncalled for, but at the same time, even overcame those calls. (laughs) No, this, I mean, they overcame a lot. Um, and, you know, to your point, Cooper Rush didn't have the best first half. I mean, we were in the studio. And he, he had happy feet. He he was who you thought he would be mm-hmm. um, in that first half. He was inerrant throws, late on, you know, split safeties, yeah. uh, just late on the ball. We, he was lucky. There's about three there's about three <laughs> balls that should have been picked off. He kept trying down oh, the middle Jesus. in oh. traffic. It, 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 was, it was just late, right? He was just late. Um, so the game wasn't coming to him at the at the speed in which it needed to. What happened? What changed, though? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Back to the Cedric throw. I think as soon as that happened, his confidence. This league is all built off confidence. These are the best players in the world. I don't care if you're second, first string, second string, and third string. These are the best players in the world, hands down. So they're on the roster for a reason. Understand everybody on, on these teams were goats in college. Everybody. Everybody who's in the league right now was an absolute dog in college. And then when you're a dog in college, you have a swag about you. You have a confidence about you. When you get to the league, sometimes you have, you kind of step take a step back, right? I'm not the dog no more. That's that's the dog. I'm I'm just the assistant, right? And I feel in when I need to. And that's the mentality that a lot of guys have until what happens? Until they're thrusted into a position where guess what? I gotta I gotta become what I was in college. I gotta be the dog. Yeah, I gotta be that dog again. I gotta get it back, right? So sometimes you step in there, and his initial mindset is, oh, I'm not the guy. The guys don't believe in me. Oh shoot, I've got sacked a couple times, Everson Griffin's in my face, I can't really set my feet, I'm trying to make the throws, but I'm just off, and then I make that one throw, and I'm like, that was a hell of a ball. <laughs> right. Wait I a minute, that. wait I a minute, that. yeah, I did I did that, wait a minute, hey, you guys are slapping me on the butt, okay, hold on, okay, maybe we can, maybe they do believe him, you know what I'm saying, and it, yeah. then all of a sudden he gets that confidence back, and you could see it change even in his mechanics, mm-hmm. his mechanics were good, his footwork was good, I, I told you when we was in the studio, his, when he had some pressure, that boy stepped over, just stepped up, guy was diving at his feet, boom, delivered a ball, so you saw his confidence start to come back to what to what you, what you he expected of himself, um, and then these guys started believing in him, believing in him, they started playing, they overcame a 
lot. Early touchdown to Thielen, right? Missed field goal. Interception to Rush. We got, gave up a bunch of – not a bunch of – but we gave up three sacks in the game, right? There's a lot of things that we had to overcome. You can't keep giving these guys – you talk about the offsides. You can't give teams – Minnesota's a good team. They we we outplayed them, but they're a good team, right? We outplayed them. There's there's, there's no, no no doubts about it. They're a good team, but we played better than them, yep. right? So we made them look like they weren't a good team, right? And that is also a testament to how good this roster is. These guys are stepping up in ways that you can't draw up. You can't draw this up. And in terms of everybody who's looking for, hey, what are we going to be? Don't let's not start talking about the down the road. So let's keep taking it week by week. But understand that we have help coming. As well as these guys are playing, we still have help coming. Mm. And I, if if these if the guys that are coming in to add assistance are some of our premier guys that we've been missing, if they come in and, and contribute like these guys are, we got we got we have a long way to go. Got a long way to go. Yeah. It's not just a long 17-game season. Yeah. There's a potential for even longer than that. And this win, of course, keeps you three games up in the NFC East as well. That's a little side product to think about too. But I. I I'm just so impressed with this defense, man. Amazing. I mean, holding Minnesota, we already mentioned it. Heckma brought it up earlier. One of 13 on third down. Holding the Vikings to 278 total yards. Kirk Cousins didn't even hit 200 through the air. He, They were in his face. They may not have sacked him a ton, may not have brought him to the turf, but, Rob, they really made him uncomfortable in the pocket, and you could see it especially into that second half. Yeah, and, he, you know, he missed on some things early. Um they hit a couple big plays early, uh, Thielen, Conklin, a th- couple 30-plus th- mm-hmm. yard plays, and there were a couple he left on the field. But they got better as the game went on too, you know, and, and I was looking at Dalvin Cook first. How do they match up with him? 18 carries for 78 yards, and a lot of that's Micah Parsons. I mean, yeah, he said that right. after the game. That was my one-on-one. And he was anticipating things. You know, he talked about during the week how he was in kind of a mental slump. I don't know if it was like a rookie wall. Mm-hmm. But he started showing up earlier, ah, uh, 5.30 a.m. He said hey, he's getting the star. And I I think he, he got kind of got his mojo back in this game. And I, I don't know what else you can say about the way he played in this football game. But I think you mentioned the one of 13 on third down. That's, that's incredible. That's incredible for an offense as good as they are. Because Thielen, and we talked about him during the week, and Justin Jefferson, th- th- those guys are, are really, really good. good. Yeah. On that hit, uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but Jordan Jordan Lewis put a hit on number 17. Yeah, on Osborne. Osborne. Mm-hmm. He leveled him. I mean, but those guys, when we were delivering those kind of tackles, every time they caught the ball, they were getting nailed. Cedric, uh, uh, your guy from A&M. The, the Donovan. Donovan Wilson. Donovan Wilson. Your guy, A.B., with the Roman Reigns spear. Huge. You see that? Yeah. You see, I'm t- we were nailing those guys. <laughs> so yeah. every time they were catching the ball, our defenders were putting them on the ground. You've been asking for it. We've been waiting on it. Mm-hmm. And finally, man, this is the kind that like, when you can go into a game and no matter what's going on on offense, your defense can play like this. We talked about the running game and worrying about that. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Was, was Dalvin Cook? What happened to him? <laughs> you know, he shut hey, down. Look, what happened. 101 yards. They they obviously did get 101 yards, but they had to piecemeal that thing together. Yeah. Uh, and, and so there wasn't one back. These guys were putting, making sure they were assignment, alignment, mm-hmm. sound. And I love to see that. And that's Dan Quinn putting together coverage for a veteran quarterback mm-hmm. that has pretty much seen it all. Those are, Some of those were coverage where he didn't know where he, where he was going to go. And Randy Gregory is about to run off with the bag, y'all. 
He like Ezel on, on Friday. <laughs> he running off. Okay. It's okay. He's running off with the bag right now, boy. And it's it's man, it's so good to see guys that have had problems in the past be redeemed in real time. I'm just loving to see that yeah. from Randy Gregory, man, and just overall, man. This defensively, I can't say enough about how good we play. When was the last time you've seen a physicality? type of game like that from a Cowboys defense? Man, it's been a long it's been a long time for me. I, I mean, when I'm talking about at, at every position, all, we are all knocking, three levels. We are knocking guys. I mean, it might have been back in the 90s when we had mm. Charles Haley and <laughs> them boys. Like it was it was that's when we had that real funk. So, it's starting to remind me of that and just Michael Parsons, man. I Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is this a Christmas tree? It, no, no. No? What, is there a bet involved? Here? No, it wasn't a bet involved. But there was there was a little. No. Michael Parsons last night, the linebacker, was legit. Mm-hmm. He was legit. I mean, he was everywhere. Sideline to sideline. They couldn't stop him in the middle. When he decided that he was going to put pre- he was gone. But on those one-on-ones out in coverage, oh, that was just, oh, that's, oh, I'm so happy he's with us. So you're past the DN thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not no, quite yet. No, no. But he looked good. You know, he looked good. That's all. I just got to give credit uh, where credit is due. Christmas tree. It was, and I mean, Isaiah, you said it earlier. It was his best game outside of yeah. the defensive end game yeah. in week two against the Chargers. Yeah, I thought the same thing. It might have been his best game of the year. I know the, the PFF so. grades and the stats probably won't show that. No, but he was the, all he had, over the film. He had an impact. I mean, that's the reason why I like him at that position, right? Because he he impacts every aspect of the it game. It seemed like every play you saw. He was he was he was a force, and that's what you want. You want somebody who these guys have to deal with in the run game. You want somebody these guys have to deal with in, in the swing routes and the running back routes and and uh, and in coverage. You know, down the, this guy was he he said in his interview, right? He did a, he did that interview uh, with Britt, and pretty much he said. Hey, I feel like I could play any position on this field. You know, I mean, that's the confidence you want. That's, I mean, he's a dog. He's a dog, and that's what you have. You have a dog at the second level, right? You have a dog at the uh, on the, on the D line, right? Well, obviously with Gregory playing like that, you got dogs in the secondary. It's you contagious. got a dog on. I mean, Donovan Wilson, Wilson is running around trying to take guys' heads Ooh, off. That yes, was amazing. So when you have so <laughs> in speaking to in, to contagious. When you have a team that's playing like this, again, I mentioned a couple weeks ago, you don't want to be left out. You don't want to be the guy. I told my daughter this yesterday in her soccer game before I headed into the studio. I said, don't just be a player out there. Impact the game. Yeah. Like, impact the game. You don't want to be the one guy that's not impacting the game. You want you want your name to be called. You want to be circled with that dog on a little 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 that's, red laser. That's a girl dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right it's like, hey, <laughs> don't don't just be present, right? Don't yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't just be present, right? Um, no key and pill present. You know, no, no, don't be that, right? How can you impact the game? If I'm on the field, how can I show up? That's right. How can I make my donation, my contribution to this team? Because we're flying around as a collective unit. Yeah. They're having fun. They're playing physical. They're executing their responsibilities. They're shutting down good offenses. These are good teams. Now, when I know we make them look like trash, they're not trash. We just make them look like trash because of how these guys are approaching the game in terms of Dan Quinn, how these guys personnel-wise are taking care of their responsibilities, and then our dogs are going out there and saying, guess what, I'm going to lead you guys to the pastures. I can't wait till D-Log gets back. <laughs> I can't wait because I hope, I'm looking forward to seeing, is he going to bring what Gregory's bringing? That's a challenge. That's a challenge because that dude right there, shh. Oh, I think he will. I don't think anybody plays harder than he does. And Agreed. I, sacks don't always show up, but I think, yeah, I think he fits right into that. They hit Cousins nine times. Woo. Wow, man. That, yeah. Cousins going to be an ice bath. Hey, he was looking for it. 
He was looking for it. Mm-hmm. But I saw in the third quarter, when when they start booing him at Bank of America, you, did y'all hear that? They weren't saying coop. They were saying boo because Kirk Cousins wasn't getting it done. And he I turned it, it was Halloween. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. He turned in the check down Charlie. Yeah. And that was, like I, I tweeted, that was waving the white flag to me. I said, oh, they scared. Oh, they scared. They're they not even home. trying to stretch it no more. They took their home. Let's from let's them. beat these chumps and get breakfast. Yep. Yeah. I so, love it. I saw your tweet last night. Like, let's go, mate. <laughs> Did you get breakfast? Yes. <laughs> okay. Did you eat nice? It was a, it was a, it was just a shake. Was, oh. Just a shake. Just right. a shake. You yeah, know, no, shake. I love the commitment. <laughs> One of the things you, you said in that, that not very nice monologue there was was talking about guys don't want to be left out. Mm-hmm. They want to be on the field, they want to be impactful. Well, there was a guy that was pretty darn impactful on the offensive side of the football that very easily could have taken himself out of the game. Was this Amari Cooper's best game of his career? We're going to talk about that next when we return on Talking Cowboys. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether it's a great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys, you can... Or you've already heard that Jason Witten has joined the Caliber Collision team. You can join him to do great work with great people for great pay. And you apply now at jobs at caliber.com. That's jobs at caliber.com. Here on Talking Cowboys. Get that bread, Isaiah. You're making a hail right now. Ooh. It's like the oh. fake snow at U.S. Bank Stadium, man. <laughs> what was that about? That was trash. I thought it was cool. Dude, their, pre- trash. Ah, their pregame stuff's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's cool, a nice place. It's a nice place. They have cool traditions. Yeah, they do. 
Cowboys and we went and stood it. on that couch. I was going to say, it just, oh, Cowboys oh, just oh, shut oh, it down, man. Yeah, they honored Steve Hutchinson. That was pretty cool. That was cool. They did. That yeah, that was cool. He was hell a player. Hell of a player. Where does that place rank in terms of, like, the newer stadiums? I know it's still probably not going to have some of the same lore as other places you've been. Is it been. SoFi? Which one did you pick? I haven't been to SoFi. No, um, for me, it's right behind AT&T. Okay. Yeah, I love Good it. Good answer. No, I mean, no, I mean, ATT <laughs> is the standard, man. Business it is decision. the standard. It's really cool. It's a downtown stadium. Those yeah. are always cool. Uh, v- very cool. And I, and you know what? McCarthy said it's louder than the Metrodome, and I forgot just how loud it was. Metrodome's as loud as I've ever heard anything yeah. other than maybe the Superdome. It's right there. It like, is. Yeah, you put on your noise canceling, you know, headphones like a like a wuss, like I did, and in the pre- open air press box, that'd make a difference. Louder than but, Seattle? Ah. Uh, Okay, Seattle's there too. Okay. But the dome thing, it's the, it's yeah, yeah, the, yeah. It's the indoor Minnesota's thing. always loud. Yeah. Minnesota, I'm just glad I got rid of that AstroTurf. That was trash back yeah. in the day. Mm, yeah. I used to hate that. Little Minnesota Twins in the Metro Dome. It was dark in there. That old stadium was dark. Yeah, it was dark. It was dark and dingy. I think they liked it that way. I'm sure yeah, they did. I hated honestly. it. I hated that doggone little whatever sound that is. It's like, yeah, it's like Broadus says when that, that horn goes off. Mm. Something, something, something bad uh, is happening. Something bad is happening, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, it went off plenty last night, and the Cowboys still got a win. They only led for 51 seconds of that football game. and That's I mean, it? That's it. Dude, that's all they what, led for. What a damn win. Isn't that Seriously. insane? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you just, say I it, mean, Rob. Say no, it again. No, I mean, like. I want to hear it again. <laughs> let it out. It what a damn win. <laughs> Woo! That was, Let's so go. Their first lead was at the end? Right the tank. Yeah. Once it hits your lips, it's so good. Wow. Uh, That's stealing a win, man. A couple of fast facts for you here. 73-yard touchdown pass from Cooper Rush to Cedric Wilson. Longest by a Cowboys quarterback making his first start since Roger in 1969. That's Roger. Roger Staubach. I know who he is. Yeah, you know who Roger is. Come on now. C.D. Lamb, first back-to-back 100-plus yard receiver since Randall Cobb did it in 2019. He's also the first Cowboy to reach 1,500 yards in his first 23 games of a career. So fastest to 1,500. Nobody gave Zeke credit for reaching 9,000. 9,000 scrimmage. Fifth fastest crazy? ever. Isn't that crazy? And maybe the play of the game. Oh, not even maybe. Third and 11? Not even maybe. Split them boys. Dude. Yeah, not even maybe. But but you can see the, I'm not, you're not stopping me. You can see that and it's like, you're not uh-uh. stopping me. Yeah. There's two guys there. Yeah, I got matter. eight yards to gain after catching it on three. Uh-uh. Not stopping me. Sorry. It wasn't even a second effort. No. It was just diesel. I'm just Going through you, know, you guys. Yeah. 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 And that's what you've been asking for from Zeke, and he gave it to you. Um, I want to hear this story about Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb on that last play. And yeah, I forgive me on sleep deprived, but I want to say it, they were in the huddle and they had a certain look they liked on the left side of the field. And it was kind of like me and Dave – You. Want, I, I can take this story, this great story on Dak if you want. No, I got, I got it. And, and that that was the same thing. It was like CD was like, you know, I, you want me to line up over there because you know you're hurting a little bit. And like, yeah, hell no, no, I want this play. <laughs> and, and he said straight out, like, you know, yeah, he tried to steal my touchdown, but that's how competitive we are. That's cool. That's the culture you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's not negative. That's just guys wanting to eat and wanting to make plays. You, you know, go eat they, your cornbread. <laughs> you know, nobody can move and take my cornbread. <laughs> I mean, the, the, visuals, the visuals of that drive was, I mean, Amari making the bobbling grab. Yeah. I mean, reeling that in for 33 yards that put the Cowboys into Minnesota territory. Then you see him a couple plays later with a tennis ball on the sideline rolling it out. I mean, rolling out that hamstring. 
looking like, oh, no, uh-oh, Cooper's a little banged up. We'll see. We're probably not going to see him again because, of course, there's only a minute left in the ball game. And then you have the Zeke play where he comes up and he steps up and gets the third down at 11, converts on that, keeps the drive alive. And then all of a sudden, you see Coop at the top of the formation. And they go to him that far side. <laughs> That boy and, said, I could run a 10-yard route. Oh, he made, and he made it look easy. He hey, that went was up a over a man. hell of a ball. It was. Hell of a ball. As great of a catch as it was, that was an incredible ball. That is exactly how you draw it up. That's exactly how you practice it on Friday practices or whatever the heck they practice nowadays. That was absolutely <laughs> perfect by Cooper Rush. He, he gave him a chance. That's what they always teach you as a quarterback. Give your playmakers a chance. Put the ball where they can grab it. And that's exactly what he did. Coop went up on that little one hammy and snatched that thing like a doggone bowl of cereal off the top of his helmet. <laughs> and he got that. And, and I think there was a the – couple of throws before that where I don't know how Amari Cooper came down with that ball. The one that bobbled and yep. hit another guy. And yards. Comes, I mean, when they say better be lucky than good. No, that wasn't no look. That was I'm better than you. That was that was that was that I am Coop. That was that's yeah. all I when I watched that play, he said like, I'm Coop. I have like that's what I do. I came away just saying, How, how? in the yep. hell did he how? Because he's Coop. How'd he do it? That's that's the separation plays. Those are the plays that say what's a really good receiver and what's a great receiver. Those are the plays. That's what I'm talking about when I said they play for they play for for Cooper Rush, Coop and Coop. All right, that's what I that's what I mean by that. That play right there, I'm Coop. Like don't don't question me, don't question me. And he to, he said afterward he told Coop Rush that just. If you got one-on-one -on -one matchups, me and CD or whoever, just yep. throw it up. Like, yep. give me a chance. We're gonna win. Yep. And and that's what kind of Steven alluded to pregame. Like, we got confidence in Cooper Rush. We also got a ton of confidence in the guys around him. There's so much talent on this offense. If he just plays within himself, like you said, build some confidence throughout the game, they could win this football game. Crazy. If you if you would have looked at the stat line prior to this game, said no Dak Prescott. And Dalton Schultz only has two grabs. Blake Jarwin has no impact really in the passing game specifically. And Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard are for a combined 76 yards on the ground. You'd probably say Cowboys are most likely going to lose that game. Cooper Rush, CD, or CD Lamb, Amari Cooper, those three didn't allow you yeah. to lose that game. I, I was... mean, and it's a testament to those three and what they were able to do. But, I mean, Amari Cooper down the stretch was just as clutch as they come. I was really surprised at how soft the coverage that Minnesota played. Yeah, I was they did. really surprised. I mean, CD and Cooper were allowed to run routes unimpeded. I mean, these guys were running, you know, 12, 14-yard curls with nobody around them. I'm like, what the heck? I mean, I'm grateful. <laughs> but right. I don't know what the heck Minnesota's game plan was. I don't know what they came in. I, I would have anticipated them they coming up, loading the box, and pressing on the outside. But they literally just played soft shell coverage for majority of the game. And that's why we were allowed to, to march down the field a lot of times because these guys are running routes without anybody really on them. And, and I think they came out fully knowing that they had to stop Ezekiel Elliott. And they sold out for that purpose. Yeah. It, we got to stop Zeke. And you saw a lot of that too. Uh, they, and and when we'd been doing the all twenty two, we you know they go single safety high pretty much yeah. all the time and move Harrison to one yep. hash or another. But they had loaded up, and I think that once Daniil Hunter went out of the game, and that was a big loss for them. Mm -hmm. uh, and also with you know having Pat, Patrick Peterson on IR, I think the, the attrition of the yeah. game just started to Jeez. take effect. But you're right, they were playing so far Soft, off, man. They, they were playing so far off that it just became obvious to Russ. Pass like, and catch. Oh. Okay, <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna throw it right over here, and he did that a bunch of times yeah. uh, with Lamb. Hey, shout out to Ezekiel Elliott. Everybody understand this, people. Um, 
everybody talks about Zeke, right, and his ability to run or lack thereof, whatever people have been saying. The boy's fifth fastest in the history of the NFL. Let's get that get that out there on, on the table. This dude's ability to block is he, absolutely amazing. He, it is the most undervalued per, aspect of his game that nobody gives him credit for. He took a freaking beating out there. He yeah, got he depleted he, twice. At least twice. Yeah. Right? At least twice. Trying to stop Barr from coming through there. Ooh, trying to that's start a hard ask. I mean, listen here. This dude took a beating. Now, he's probably more sore today and tomorrow, right, from him blocking for Cooper Rush than he was running the ball. Guarantee you, go back and watch the game and give that man dog on credit for putting his body on the line to protect Cooper Rush. Everybody had a part in that. The one, I think, the second time he got just nailed. Yeah, it was Ty Nasecki in the game, and he's he's chipping. He's the chip mm-hmm. chip guy on the left side, and open, I, free, I think it was a pretty big play that they hit, but it was a last second block that that opened it up. I also thought Tony Pollard gave him some dirty runs. Yeah, yeah heck, did. you mentioned that, yep. and I asked McCarthy about the run game. He said we were just trying to be persistent with it, you know, to try to get some balance for Coop. And they only got 3.3 yards of carry, but it is those loaded boxes that they kept running into mm-hmm. that got them in some manageable third third downs and and kept it kept Cooper Rush out of third and long for the most part. The other thing, eleven or one of thirteen, we mentioned the defense holding Minnesota at bay from a third down standpoint. The Cowboys converted half of the 50%. third downs. They yeah. went seven of fourteen. That's pretty impressive with a backup quarterback in there as well. And while we're talking about giving credit to the guys doing the dirty work, how about the offensive line? This is a Minnesota defense that was tied for the lead yep. in sacks entering the week. 21. Yep. They had, of course, Hunter, who had six sacks. He, of course, left the game. Everson Griffin had four sacks, and he certainly had his impact. One of her is funny. Both of the sacks belonged to former Cowboys. It was Everson Griffin coming off the edge. And then the other one was Xavier Woods, Woods. on the safety blitz that forced the fumble. Oof, that was rough. Both former Cowboys that for, forced the fumble, or excuse me, that, that had a sack. But outside of that, there was nothing for that pass rush. Nothing. I got to give credit to Tyler Biotish for catching that pass. Do you remember that? Is that on purpose? No, it, it <laughs> the, was a tip. The, the, it was the, tip oh, at the line of scrimmage. definitely but passed yeah. that off. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it was, it was hot potato. It was hot exactly potato. Was it was like, was. Hey, take it. Yeah, he's like, take it. Okay, if, I, if I catch it, I'm, I'm thinking it's a penalty. So. <laughs> you know, that was so a bobble handoff right he there. He didn't show up on the receiver stat line at all. But still, man, mm-hmm. that was a heads-up play. Bobby Otis, a guy that is definitely taking a lot of flag from Cowboy fans and everyone else. But obviously, I got Connor. Got him a holding penalty. Keep it up, Connor. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he did. How do, how do you guys – first of all, shout out to, to Kellen Moore for an incorporation of Collins. How do you guys feel like Collins did? In that, in did. that fullback Yeah, and then wishbone. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it, it was good to just – probably good for there. him to just get some reps, yep. get yep. to feel the game again a little bit. That's probably yeah, what they I, were I, thinking. I liked it with Connor McGovern when he was doing it. I, when I saw Leo back there, I was like, oh, oh, please, you know, no one try and go at his legs to cut him down. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm worried about because he's, he's – you know, he's a guy. He's vested. Um, but – I mean, we have so many wrinkles to this office. I mean, we should was a wishbone. Come on, is Oklahoma? Is this what's going on here? I mean, if we have to do it, we will do it. On that one drive, when we got down to the five yard line to end the game, but we end up throwing it to Coop. I'm like, maybe this is an opportunity for them to bring in Leo next to Steele. Yeah, big package, and we do it. I mean, because we had several of those packages where it was like seven, eight offensive yeah. linemen on the field. Yeah. We had a lot of big packages. As much as we talk about all of our personnel in terms of receivers and all that, we had a lot of 13 personnel last night um, with Jarwin, Schultz, and Sprinkle. And we obviously had, you know, those sets where we had seven offensive linemen in there with McGovern yeah. and Lyle in the backfield. Yeah. I mean, Kellen Moore now, 
That boy mixing it up. Getting creative. Mixing you know? it up. That was in the bottom of his dog on Halloween bag. That boy put out all <laughs> hey, the goodies. He was down in that you know, thing. The good stuff down there in the bottom size. of the bag. It was king, hey. king size candy bar yeah. at the bottom. No, it was a the mint from package. two years ago. <laughs> She's a fine Those don't go bad. Those don't go bad. Some church mints. Zach Martin, after the game, <laughs> called those those heavy sets with multiple offensive yeah. linemen in there the Hulk package. No, mm. I like that. Dressing it up as the Hulk. Man. Big time. I like that. Yeah, I like the call. That's, of that. that's so much for a defense to prepare for. They're going forward, right? That's yeah. so much for a defense to prepare for. an extra wrinkle. Seven, you got to prepare for seven offensive linemen. You got to prepare for three tight ends. You got to prepare for 11 personnel. You got to prepare. I mean, there's so much. I got to ask you guys, wait though, seriously. goes out wide. How much anxiety, he's, how much anxiety did you guys have last night knowing that Dak wasn't playing? A lot. Um, but, I mean – Seriously, I'll, I'll I mean, going into the game and recognizing that this team was on a roll, they, they, man, it, everybody was ready yeah. to write up that story about I, how there was a letdown and all of that. But I mean, we sat here, right? We, we gave our projections. Mm. Mm-mm. <clears throat> we gave yeah. our projections. The, the, yeah. the things that came out of my mouth, what, exactly yeah. what I said yeah. was, I don't know how they do it, but they find a way. Mm-hmm. That was that was my that was my thought process. I don't know how they do it. I did not. I will stand out here on top of this mountain and say I did not believe that Cooper Rush was going to lead us. I felt like we were going to win somehow, Find but I way. did not think it was going to be on the back of Cooper Rush. So shout out to Cooper Rush, you impressed me. But I didn't know how it was going to happen, so I wasn't that nervous, right? I didn't have high expectations for Rush, but I had a lot of expectations in Kellen Moore, right? But they both showed up. Yeah, I, I felt like our defense was had to have the game of their lives. And they did. They and, did. and they did. And I just from a from a pressure perspective, I knew we had to move Cousins off his square and make him do some different things. Mm-hmm. That pass to Thielen just looked too easy at the mm-hmm. beginning of the game. I was yeah, like, yeah. oh wow, this is not the way we want to start a game. But little by little, they started to clamp down and clamp down and and. and it just got to the point where you started to see Minnesota, well, Kirk Cousins was second-guessing everything. Dan Quinn had him confused. Mm-hmm. And, and he may not have admitted this morning, he didn't know what he was looking at. He was mm-hmm. seeing ghosts because he was not putting that ball out there to Jefferson. And he's just reluctant to do it. Even when they had an opportunity to win the game, he still was still playing conservative because he thought, I'm going to turn this ball over <laughs> in this moment. Can I, can I throw one question mark go in there? And I don't know we're so positive today. No, go for it. How do we feel about our our kicking game? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, uh, what he missed from 43 line early on, and that was part of that early, like, deflation deal. Um, I I don't know what his stats are for the year. When he misses, he misses left. It's just a regular thing. I give him credit. He came back, and it was pretty true from then on. on. Um, It's not a big concern for me. Okay. But – you you go into it knowing he he might miss one here from forty to forty nine. It's it, it's possible. You know he's not as he hasn't been completely money on those. Where's kids. your confidence level from from on a scale of one to ten? Um, because mm. we're gonna it, kicking will be important down the road. We know yeah. this. Yeah. Yep. There's gonna be a game where we have to have it. have to have. It. I feel way better about it than when they had Brett Maher in here. Okay. Just being a veteran guy, I mean, you know, like a seven something like that. I I. I to your point, he's missed some kicks this season. So, um, but I, you know he's a vet. So I think I think they feel better about it than they would in other situations they've had. The more you look at the overall stats, because I mean, m- much like nights like last night, mm-hmm. he was able to come back. Mm-hmm. If he misses a field goal, usually he comes he back and he recovers. But he's missed one from thirty to thirty-nine. He's missed one from forty to forty-nine. He's missed two from fifty plus. So he's missed four kicks all year long and. 
I mean, two of those from 50 plus yeah. easy distance. Or, yeah, 250 plus, yeah. two easy distance. He doesn't give you the Adam Vinatieri vibe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, every time he lines up, yeah. you're just like, this could go, it's a good 50 50, you know. So, how do I feel about it? I'm yeah. at about a five because I don't know one way or another. But, I mean, I'm with you, though, Pete. Like he'll miss one, it's almost like a gimme. All right, here's the one he's about to miss, and then he'll come back and nail three of <laughs> them. And you're like, it's not. No, no it's not. Know. It's just you just have to accept that yeah. this is it's gonna happen. He's our kicker, yeah, so yeah, for sure, we don't want to make it an event, but it is every time he lines up. <laughs> All right, when we come back for the sixth time this year, it is smelly sticker time. We're on talking Cowboys. Cowboys have won six straight. They are six and one, and we hand out our yeah. players of the game next. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands, with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more, Essilor on Talking Cowboys. Isaiah Stanback, our resident Super Bowl champion, with another fabulous mic yes, toss. Yes, it was very, I actually went with the one finger One finger, today. it was very yes. delicate. Do the heck, bow! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to touch it. Uh, nope. Isaiah, Heckma Harrison, <laughs> Rob Phillips. We've got Aaron Gonzalez filling in. A-Ron. A-G. A-Ron. Stash, baby. Yo. Yep, Stash in the back getting the job done. Chris Beam is on his way back from the game last night. Mm. So he didn't have the private jet ability. He pulled an Urban Rob. Meyer, huh? Uh, okay, let's Ooh, not say that. Hey, I'm saying staying home. Not with Chris Beam. Staying home. Hey, 
<laughs> no, that's bad. Nah. Nope. Yeah, Stay away from that one. Too much, too early. We're out of there on that too one. Soon. <laughs> Chris, that's not. Yep. All right. I would say he stayed back. Let's make, yeah, let's yeah. Let's let's make it back from that. Yeah. Yep, let's get out of there yeah, real right. quick. Smelly All right, stickers. Rob Phillips, smelly sticker time. Who you got? Uh, I've got I've got Mrs. Pineapple for one Cooper Rush. <laughs> Cooper Rush, who had his whole family in attendance for the game. That was awesome. That knowing, was so cool. Knowing he had a chance awesome. to play. And they had the hey, they was rubbing on that jersey well for good luck. Yeah. His dad must have washed it. Nothing. They were rubbing on it. How about this stat from NFL Research? The Cooper Rush to Amari Cooper TD is the first in NFL history where the passer's first name and receiver's last name are an exact match. So we've said everything we could say about Cooper Rush. I just want to throw that in. <laughs> There's I wonder a step if we for did, everything. Yeah, I wonder if yeah. we did that last year with Andy Dalton to Dalton Schultz. But if it was you flip-flopped. know, you know. Yeah. Um but because it, it would be the passer's name to yeah. or passer's last name to receiver's first name. This yeah. one was passer's Man, first name to receiver last name. Right. Another, another one. You got to come in for another Hold one. Hold up. You got a hamburger this time? What you got? Is it a hamburger again? No. This right here is yeah. a sprinkled donut. <laughs> you know why I'm picking a sprinkled donut? Why? Because that boy Michael Parsons was sprinkling all over the field yesterday. Sprinkled on the on the quarterback sprinkle at the second level <laughs> he said he gave a sprinkle at db sprinkles nice. he was he was quite sweet he was sweet yeah. all game long all right heckman well i tell you what i got a blueberry here and everybody knows what my wife knows i really don't like blueberries, I blueberries. but i've learned about the health benefits mm. of blueberries and antioxidants <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna give my blueberry smelly sticker to one cedric Wilson. Perfect. Young Sage, you did that, boy, and on that throw, it, it didn't look cute at, at first, but you made it happen, dog. Say it. I got you. I love that all together. All three of you guys with great ones so far. And this is hard because now I've got to choose one other person because we could give out the entire smelly sticker arsenal we sure could. today. I mean, anybody could have done it, but just because of how gutsy – that last drive was how gutsy of a game this was overall. And because of that, I'm taking a lemon because it, he squeezed every ounce of oh, effort wow. he possibly could mm. out of the win. I'm giving it to Amari Cooper. It mm. is. Amari Cooper with the game-winning touchdown, a 33-yard bobbling grab at the end. And he's got the smelly sticker for squeezing out a win on the road against the Minnesota Vikings. Can we have a ghost sticker this time? Can we like, like can we put like a ghost vote? Miss being that it was Halloween. Can, all, we, can we just just, just collect four it? of us? Yeah, collective. I like, uh, yeah, I like to put my put put a name in the hat. Okay, okay let's, let's tell do me if it. you agree. Why not? All right, I don't have a ghost, but no, 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 it's okay. It just a ghost is picking, right? This okay. for Chris, oh. who's here in spirit today. He'll be back. Yeah, tomorrow. that's I think, good. I believe Dan Quinn deserves a smelly sticker. Mm. A ghost sticker. A ghost sticker. What does that smell like? I don't know. <laughs> Probably linen. <laughs> Clean and fresh. One, hey, one for 13 on third down. Yep. That was not just the players. No. So all in agreement of Dan Quinn getting an extra smelly stick. Aye, aye. Aye, aye. aye. I'm yes. there. The all eyes right, have so it. We will add one more. We'll find we'll yes. find whatever relates the best to yeah. Halloween out of the sticker arsenal. But that's it for us here on Talking Cowboys. So glad you've been with us celebrating a 20-16 to 16 win over the Minnesota Vikings. And we will be back tomorrow, 9 a.m. Central Time. We're taking your fan calls. We're going to continue breaking this down. We're going to look deeper into the defensive side of the football and the performance that these guys had in order to get the win on the road. For Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Hetma Harris, and Aaron Gonzalez in the back, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. We'll see you tomorrow on Talking Cowboys.
This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!